We thank and we praise God for each of you that have connected with us this morning. I'm so excited about the word that God has given me for you. I believe that God is going to revolutionize your life on this morning. It's a wonderful time of the year. This is the time we celebrate the birth of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And he's just an awesome God. He's so awesome. He's been so good to us. Now, listen, we know that sharing is caring here at the Point of Praise Family Life Center. So I need you all to do me a great big favor. I need you to share this time of ministry to those that are a part of your Facebook community. So take time out right now and share this time of ministry. Also, uh, like uh, this time of ministry. So we need you to like and share because sharing is caring here at the Point of Praise Family Life Center. Now, we know we're a loving church. We're a touchy-filly church. We like to love on one another, encourage one another, speak life into one another, and laugh and joke uh, with one another. But we know we can't do it at the level that we normally would do it if we were in person. But what I need you to do right now is right in the common area, let's let's greet one another. And I also would like to meet all of our first time guests. So right in the common area, let's greet one another. I want to see who's connected with us uh, on this morning. And all of our first time guests, I need you to let me know that you're a first time guest uh, because I want to get a special gift out to you. God bless you, Brother Ty. Good to see you. God bless you, Mother Childs. Let's celebrate God for Lady Childs on this morning. Let's give her some hearts and some, some thumbs up. We celebrate God for our senior pastor, Pastor Childs. Come on, let's give them hearts and thumbs up on this morning. Let them know how much we love them and appreciate them. And we also celebrate God for my lovely wife, uh, Lady Shamika Brown. God bless you. Uh, Watson Anthony, thank you for being with us this morning. God bless you, Deacon Holland. God bless you, Cynthia Childs, that's my girl. God bless you, Sister Holland, Alicia. God bless you, Markel Grace, good to see you on this morning. Come on, let's keep the love going. And again, if you're a first time guest, let us know that you're a first time guest uh, so that we can rush uh, our special gift out to you. God bless you, Sister June. God bless you, Sister Priscilla. Sister Angela, I caught it this time, Sister Angela. God bless you. Mother Audrey, good to see you on this morning. Thank you for connecting with us. Now, remember, make sure you like and share also. God bless you, Brother Alfred. God bless you, Sister Anderson. God bless you. We miss you. God bless you. Merry Christmas to all you, uh, everyone that's connected to. God bless you, Mona. God bless you. We love you. Hallelujah. The saints of God are on. God bless you, Sister Carol, Mother Carol. God bless you. The saints of God are on this morning. And I know you have to be excited about what God is going to do on this morning. I have an exciting message that the Holy Spirit has given me. And we're going to reconnect uh, to the message that we started on last week entitled The Trust Factor. Now, we know the last couple of weeks we've been dealing with two subject matters we've been dealing with we dealt with uh living with the peace of god and also the trust factor now i believe these two messages are prophetic messages i believe the holy spirit 
has given us some tools to utilize or some principles, if you will, to utilize to finish strong in 2020 and also give us some momentum so that when we go into 2021, we have the necessary tools to utilize to be successful in 2021. So we know we have to live with the peace of God and we know we have to trust in God. So last week we dealt with a particular sermon entitled The Trust Factor, The Trust Factor. Now, you know, this is an interactive time of ministering. So I want to start out this morning by asking you, what do you believe trust mean? What does trust mean to you? When you hear the word trust, what does it say to you? Let's just do a little bit of review from last week. What does the word trust say uh, to you because we got some great responses we received some great responses on last week so let me let, let's see if you remember some of the responses that was given on last week or we may even have some new responses on this morning when you hear the word trust when you hear the word when you hear trusting in the lord what resonates in your spirit come on let me hear what you would have to say on this morning when you hear the word trust some individuals say uh, to rely on god to depend on god to to lean on god uh, what do you say on this morning as it pertains to trusting in god because i believe it's very important that we all trust in the lord all right sister june says it means to believe it means to believe come on somebody else security and safety when you trust in god it puts you in a place of security and safety where God will watch over you, protect you and preserve you because he's the only one that you're depending on. All right, uh, Sister Priscilla says, letting go and letting God. In other words, you're casting all your cares upon him because you know that he cares for you. You're allowing God to handle the situation as you take your hands off the situation. Sister Anderson says, having faith in God. Yeah, faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. I might can't see what God is doing and I might not understand the process uh, that I'm going through right now, but I have confidence that God is taking care of everything for me, putting total faith in something or someone, putting total faith in something or someone. And the someone that we're putting our total faith in is God. All right, Watson Anthony, knowing in with your whole heart that all you ask for and what you don't will be added to you. All right, Mother Carol, someone or something you believe in or trust in, reliability in God. Don't you know you can rely on God? You can depend on God. You can lean on God and he'll never forsake you he'll always be there for you even though you may not understand the process you may not that you may feel uncomfortable because god is stretching you developing you molding you and and shaping you but i want to encourage you on this morning regardless of the process you can trust and depend on god all right let's go to our foundational text that we utilize it's in proverbs the third chapter of uh, verses five through six proverbs the third chapter verses five through six the bible says trust in the lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct 
thy path. Now, before I expound on this particular verse, I want to ask you a quick question. Why would you say trusting in the Lord is an important part of your Christian walk? Why would you say uh, trusting in the Lord is an important part of your Christian walk? Or maybe you don't even think trusting in the Lord is an important part of your Christian walk. But I would like to hear um, your perspective as it pertains to that. Why would you uh, say trusting in the Lord is an important part of your Christian walk? Because it seems from the responses that we're receiving on this morning that everybody believes that it's very important to trust in God. It's very important for us to believe in God. It's very important for us to cast our cares upon the Lord, even in the midst of not knowing what the outcome is going to be. So why would you say trusting in the Lord is an import, is important to your Christian walk? Or it may not, again, it may not be important to your Christian walk. I believe it's very um, valuable to trust in God. I believe that we need to trust in God regardless of what we may be experiencing, regardless of, of what we may be facing in our lives but i would like to hear from you why would you even say trusting in the lord is an important part of your christian walk it's the right thing to do that's very simple and plain uh brother todd it's the right thing to do it's just the right thing to do because we've all trusted in other things we've trusted in family members and friends and uh, associates and, and counselors um and the outcome wasn't so good but we know when we trust in god everything works out all right without trust it is impossible to please god yes lord faith without works is dead without trusting god it's impossible to please god you know we have to uh, rely on god and depend on god and sometimes it's hard it's difficult we're dealing with some dark and hostile moments you know we're going through times of transition even right now you know with coronavirus and racial injustice and the separation uh from our loved ones and some of us are grieving and some of us haven't been able to properly grieve because it's been like one death after another and some individuals are slipping into early uh depression some individuals are dealing with anxiety and worry and and frustration we're going through a plethora of emotions but regardless of how we feel on the inside regardless of what we are experiencing in our lives especially in these dark moments especially in these challenging times we still have to trust her in God, you know, all these situations might have caught us by surprise, but they haven't caught God by surprise. God knew that everything that's taken place in our lives, in our community, in our society, he already knew that these things were going to happen. And he already has a plan in place for you and I. He has some blessings in store for us. He has some doors he's opening for us. He's fixing situations. He's dealing with us. He's molding us and shaping us and preserving us and protecting us and watching over us for future usage. You know, God has a plan for our lives, so he's not coming to destroy us. The Bible says the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy, but he's come that we may have life and have it more abundantly he's come that we may enjoy life to the fullest until it overflows and you know i know we're getting served a lot of lemons right now but we have to take these lemons and turn them into lemonade all right 
Elder Jesse says, because God never lies. Mother Carol says, because no one else can do it but God. Somebody need to put that right in the comment area. Put nobody else can do it but God. Nobody else can deliver you. Nobody else can save you. Nobody else can turn your situation around. Nobody else can provide for you like God. Nobody can open the door uh, for you like God can do it. Nobody else can do it but God. And if we want to go the right way or do the right thing, we have to put our trust in God. Glory be to God. You can't live without trusting in God. Uh, Mother Jerry Blake says, and Brother Todd says, why not? It doesn't cost you anything to trust in God. Come on, Brother Todd, preach to me this morning. It doesn't cost you anything. You have nothing to lose by putting your trust and your confidence in God. God, somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Mother Childs, you know I have to read what you said. It says, trust in God. Trusting in God helps you to get through life's challenges, knowing that this is God's plan for our lives. See, we, we got to trust in God because God has a plan for us. We may not understand the process, but we know better is the ending of a thing than the beginning thereof. God has plans for us. Come on, somebody that has free hands, just put it in the comment area. God has plans for me. Glory be to God. All right, so the scripture says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to thy own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Now, let me give you my definition of the word trust. It's what the word trust means in Hebrew. It means to lie down on, to put your entire weight on something. In other words, uh, we put our entire lives in the hands of the Lord. We throw our weight on the Lord because we know that if we cast our cares upon him, he cares for us because he cares for us. Now, we know that we all have weights in life. Some of you have a financial weight. You have an emotional weight. You have uh, um a psychological weight, you have a family weight, you have a career weight, a community weight. All of us have some type of weights in our lives and we need to throw all of our weight on God. It's like when we go to bed every night, we automatically just jump into bed, believing that the bed can hold us. It's been designed by the manufacturer to hold us. We don't even have second thoughts. We just jump into bed. We don't read the directions. We don't read the commentary or anything. We just jump in. Matter of fact, we don't even know how much weight the bed is designed to hold. We just jump into bed believing that the bed is not going to fall apart. It's been designed to help us and that to hold us rather, to hold and carry our weight. And that's the type of confidence and more that we have to put in God, that we can just automatically throw all of our situations on God and God will take care of every one of our situations. Now we might not like the process. It may seem like God has left us. It may seem like sometimes he doesn't care for us. He's not there for us in the midst of the storm. He's more focused on somebody else's situations and circumstances that they may be going through, but the Bible lets us know he's given us a promise that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He will always be there for us. God is always there. Sometimes he's working on us while he's working on it. And, you know, sometimes it's just like us being in the classroom. You know, when some of you were going uh, to school and you had to take those state exams or you had to take 
uh, those final exams and you had to take them uh, in the classroom and the teacher will give you a number two pencil and tell you nobody should be talking, nobody should be sharing information. And if you, if we hear you talking, you know that you can get penalized during this time. Uh, so everybody needs to be quiet during the test. But while you're taking the test, the teacher is walking around of the classroom. And sometimes what the teacher would do, especially if you're one of the teacher's favorite students, the teacher will be leaning over your shoulder while you're about to mark a particular answer to a question. And the teacher, whether male or female, would see that you're about to um, give the wrong answer uh, to the question. So she wouldn't say anything or he wouldn't say anything to you. They would just make a sound <clears throat> or they would stomp their feet and they will keep on, keep on walking just to give you uh, just to give you a hint that you're about to make, uh, you're about to uh, make the wrong answer. Um, just that's the same thing that God does. See, in times of testing, he'll get quiet on you. He won't say uh, anything to you. He'll allow you to make decisions and choices uh, on your own. And every once in a while, he'll give you a signal to let you know that you're about to make a bad choice. You're about to make uh, the wrong decision. You will feel something uh, in your spirit. Something won't feel right, you know, because you're sometimes we're going through a test in life. We're going through a trial uh, in life. But during that test and trial, God is working on you. He's molding you. He's he's shaping you. The Bible says uh, that um, uh, he's the potter and you're the clay. And he molds that potter. He's molds and shapes uh, that clay, rather. The potter molds and shapes that clay and takes out all the pebbles and all uh, of the rocks. See, God is perfecting that which concerns you. Even though it may feel uncomfortable, God is perfecting that which concerns you. God is perfecting you. Glory be to God. God is maturing you. God is developing you just like mother child said, because God has plans for your life. Won't you put that right in the comment area? God has plans for my life. He has plans for your family. He has plans uh, for your finances. He has plans for your life. He has plans for your career. You just have to put your trust and your confidence in God. And I know the storms of life are raging. I know the billows are rowing. I know things are uncomfortable right now. I know things are very challenging right now. Some of us, our emotions are all over the place because we've never been this way before. We've never had these experiences before. I have to be honest and transparent with you right now. I had a tough week. My emotions were all over the place. I didn't feel like doing nothing. I was just uh, in a funk. I knew I, I needed to accomplish some things. I wanted to accomplish some things, but I was just in a funk, man. I was just feeling, I, I, I was feeling isolated. I was feeling like the walls was caving uh, in on me. I guess they call it cabin fever. It felt like, you know, I was, uh, I'm doing a bid or something, like I'm in a prison cell and can't go anywhere. My God. And sometimes I'm telling you right now, I had all kinds of thoughts uh, going through my head. But one thing I know and I realize that as I begin to read the word of God, as I begin to talk to the Lord, I know I can trust in God. I know I have to put my faith in 
God, I'm telling you right now, I can't look at the things that I see. You can't look at the things that you see because the things that you see, they're temporary. They're subject to change, but you have to look at the things that you cannot see because the things you cannot see are eternal. You can't see God opening that door. You can't see God making a way out of no way. Some of you, you can't even see God healing your body because you've gotten you received a, a bad doctor's report some of you you don't know if you're ever gonna get peace again but i'm letting you know i'm encouraging you on this morning that god will give you a peace that surpasses passive all understanding it will guard your heart and your mind in christ jesus god will uh, command the storms in your life to cease. God will turn your midnights uh, into day. Give me some Bible. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. And you have to understand that you're on the cutting edge of your morning time. I'm telling you right now, God is about to blow your mind. God is about to make ways out of no ways. He's about to open doors that no man can shut. God is about to increase you more and more. God is about to do some supernatural things in your life. Won't you type that in the comment area? Just type it in the comment area. God is opening doors for me. God is doing something supernatural for me. God is making a way out of no way for me. Yes, God is doing it right now. You just have to put your trust in God. You have to throw all your weight on God. Glory to God. All right, all right, all right. Trust says, I believe in you while everything is going great in my life, trusting you to take care of me when circumstances arise. Oh my God. Trust says, I believe in you while everything is going great in my life. In other words, it's easy to trust God when everything is going great in your life, when everything is fine in your life, when you're enjoying your life, you're having fun, you're able to shop when you want to shop, you're able to go to the grocery store and buy what you want at the grocery store, you're able to take vacations. I mean, everything is going great. You're receiving job promotions and increases and new positions and just everything is going great. All the bills are paid, all your needs are met, you're able to buy new cars and everything is just, just going great. It's everything is fine uh, in your life. It's easy to trust in God then. But then when things shift in your life, sometimes it can get very difficult to trust in God. Glory to God. But some people have a hard time trusting in God when things are going good. I know that sounds a little bit crazy. When things are going good in individuals' lives, they don't think they need to trust in God. They don't think they need to rely on God. They don't think they need to depend on God. After all, you know, all my needs are met. My bills are being paid. My finances are great. I'm healthy. Everything is going wonderful. I'm able to connect with my family and my friends and, and go uh, on on vacation. So I don't need uh, to trust in God right now. The only time I need to trust in God is when things are going bad. Well, let me tell you something. You need to trust in God before things start going bad. So when things do go bad in your life, you already have your trust in God. Glory be to God. You already have your connection with God. You already have um, 
your relationship with God. You need to trust in God in advance because sometimes you get blindsided by storms. You get blindsided by situations. There's no pre-warning that something is going to happen in your life. I mean, all of a sudden, bam, something hits. Something uh, you, you least expected. You lose a loved one. You get a bad doctor's report. You get laid off uh, from your job. But if you've been trusted in God before, all those things transpire in your life, it's easy to continue to trust in God. You'll say things like this, God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by his son Christ Jesus. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed of begging bread. I am blessed. I increase is my portion. He's given me power to get wealth so his a covenant can be established in the earth. By his stripes, uh, I am healed. You'll begin to confess the word of God. You won't tremble. You won't be afraid. You won't lose your mind. You won't start worrying. You won't get frustrated. You'll have peace in your heart and peace in your soul and peace in your spirit because you already have a relationship with God and you already know God. That scripture says, if you read it, I believe it's in the New King James Version. No, it's in the um, Christian Standard Bible. It says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not into thy own understanding. Um, know him in all your ways. In other words, uh, those individuals that trust in God have a relationship with God. See, predicated upon your relationship with God will determine how much you trust in God. And that's why we need to be drawn closer to God. That's why we need to saturate ourselves in the word of God. We need to spend more time in the presence of the Lord because in his presence is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there's pledges forevermore. We need to commune with God. We need to talk to God. We need to fellowship with God on a daily basis. We need to do it consistently. Somebody say consistently. See, when we know him and we know about him, it's easy to put our trust in him because after all, God has opened some doors for some of you in the past. God has healed some of you, your bodies before. God has opened some doors. I'm telling you that individuals thought never could be open. God is giving you divine connections. You have all kinds of praise report and testimonies of things that God has done for you in previous seasons. See, when you know God, you already recognize and realize that if he did it before, he'll do it again. Same God right now, same God back then. If he opened doors in the past, if he healed my body in the past, if he gave me financial breakthrough in the past, he can do it right now. And I believe that God is going to do that and more in this season. Now, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Now, what does with all thy heart mean? It without exception, entirely without exception. There should be no plan B in this thing, no plan B at all. We need to cast every one of our cares upon the Lord. The Bible says it like this. Oh, I'm sorry, not the Bible. They used to sing a song when I was young, when I was a little boy. They used to sing this song, leaning and depending on Jesus every step of the way. There is no plan B. The only person I'm trusting in is God. I'm not trusting in things. I'm not trusting in, in friends. I'm not trusting in my employment. I'm not trusting in uh, my career. I'm not trusting 
and what I know and what I understand and what I perceive and what I've learned, I'm putting my total dependence and reliance on God. There is no plan B. Put that in the comment area. No plan B. There's no plan B. The only person I'm trusting in is God. If I'm going to go down, I'm going down with God. But the great thing is if I go down with God, he's going to lift me up. And if I go down with God, that means somewhere at the bottom, there's a blessing for me. There's a miracle for me. There's a door he's about to open for me. I'm going with God every step of the way. I don't care how tough it is. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care how rough and how hostile it may be in my life. I'm going to trust and depend on God. I'm going to die trusting in God. Glory be to God. The Bible says, Many died in the faith, having not received the promise. I'm going to die trusting in God. I'm going to die dependent on God because I know that God has great things in store for me. Now, the Bible didn't say that you were not supposed to have understanding. It says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart, lean not to thy own understanding. So the Bible left never lets you, uh, never told us not to have an understanding. Uh, the Bible says it like this, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. But in all thy getting, get an understanding. So God wants us to be wise. He wants us to be knowledgeable. But let me uh, share something with you. We are to get wisdom and understanding, yet we are not to lean on it apart from the Lord. Good wisdom divorced from God can become a snare. Again, we are to get wisdom and understanding, yet we are not to lean on it apart from God. Good wisdom divorced from God can become a snare. Yep, get all the wisdom you need. Get all the understanding you need. Get all the, the knowledge that you need. God wants us to be smart. He wants us to be knowledgeable, but he does not want us to depend on what we know and what we we understand because his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are, are not our thoughts. God does things entirely different. Uh, than us. So he wants us to be knowledgeable about things. He wants us to be wise. He wants us to get an understanding. He wants us to have our experiences and things of that nature. But we still have to put our trust in God because some of what we know is not good for where God has taken us. Some of what we understand, glory be to God, uh, is not good for where God is taking us. We need to rely and depend on God. We need to seek God first. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you, added unto us. We have to put God first in every decision that we make, every move that we make. We need to make sure and that we acknowledge God, that we get the mind of God, that we get wisdom from God. The Bible says uh, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get it. Also, 
the Bible lets us know that as we heed instructions, we'll be wise. We have to heed the instructions of God. We have to obey the instructions of God. The Bible declares, I believe it's in Isaiah 1 and 19, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. See, God has some things set up for us, but we have to rely on him. We have to depend on God. Now, the reason why a lot of individuals in life need a miracle is because they are living outside of the principle of trusting in God. They jam themselves up. They make their own decisions. They put their hands in the situation and try to fix it and try to alter it and try to maneuver things in their lives. And then they jack it up and they, they mess it up and it just gets real messy and gets real chaotic. And then when that happens in your life, you have to depend on God to perform a miracle in your life. But I'm telling you right now, when you trust in God in the beginning, you won't have to depend on a miracle because a miracle will be manifesting in your life. And I'm encouraging you on this morning. Listen, don't you walk in depression. Don't you walk in defeat. Don't you allow the enemy to have your emotions and your mind all over the place. Don't you uh, live life a frustrated, a frustrated life. I'm telling you right now, if you trust in God, he will never let you down. God is always there for you. And I prophesy to you right now that God is about to open a door for you. God is about to supersede every one of your expectations. He's doing exceeding abundantly above all you can ever ask or think according to that power that works on the inside of you. See, the enemy is trying to confuse you. The enemy is trying to get you to doubt uh, God. The enemy is trying to get you to throw in a towel, trying to get you up. Oh, don't believe God. You can't believe in God. He's not thinking about you. He has more important things uh, going on. His mind is not on you. Let me tell you something. God's mind is always on us. God cares for us. God loves us and he's not going to let us down he's not going to let us fail we don't have to throw in a towel i'm gonna tell you something if you throw in a towel god's gonna throw the towel back at you because you cannot quit you cannot walk out on god you have to rely on him in this season you have to lean on him in this season you have to depend on him in this season he's right there for you. He has promises in his word for you. He's promised that he will heal you. He's promised that he will deliver you. He's promised that he'll take care of your family. And all we have to do is play our part because without faith, it's impossible to please God. So you have to walk by faith and not by sight. The Bible says that the just, those that have been made righteous by the blood of Jesus, uh, they shall live by faith. And I encourage you on this morning, live by faith, trust in God. Everything is all right. Notice I didn't say everything is going to be all right. Everything is all right. He'll comfort you in your midnight seasons. And I know some of you, your tears have been your meat both day and night. But God is about to turn those tears of sorrow into tears of joy. God is going to uh, wrap his loving arms around you. God cares for you. God loves you. God is setting us up for something big. I know we don't understand it, 
I know you can't see it, but I hear the word of the Lord saying, be not weary in well-doing, but you shall reap if you faint not. Now, listen, I want to pray for some of you on this morning. I don't know what your prayer request is. You can put what your prayer request is right in the comment area. Let us know what you want us to pray for concerning you. Put it right in the comment area because I want to pray specifically for you. I may can't read it all right now. I may can't pray for every area right now, but I promise you I'm going to come back to the comment area and I'm going to read what you type in the comment area. And during my personal time of prayer, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for your family. I'm going to pray for those individuals that's connected with you. I'm going to, to pray for your career, your finances, your body, your emotions, whatever it may be. I'm going to pray for you. Whatever you put in the comment area, I'm going to pray concerning you. Because I believe that when the men and women of God come together in prayer, supernatural things take place. And something supernatural is happening for you. The Holy Spirit is moving on your behalf. He's moving in your situation right now. Come on, bow your head. Stop what you're doing. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for who you are. We thank you for being an amazing God. We thank you for being a trustworthy God. We thank you for we can rely and depend on you. We can put our confidence in you. We can put our faith in you, oh God. And Father, because of that, God, we cast our cares upon you right now. You know us name by name. You know us situation by situation. You know us circumstance by circumstance. You know what we need right now. And we look to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help comes from you. Now, Father, we ask you to make ways out of no ways. Open doors that no man can shut. Give us peace, oh God, that surpasses all understanding. Settle our hearts, settle our minds, settle our spirits. God, we rebuke the spirit of depression, oh God, that's attacking individuals right now. We come against anxiety and worry right now. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, let this be a time, a season where individuals are able to enjoy their loved ones that they have around them oh god don't allow individuals to feel lonely you be the unseen guest in individuals home god god we rebuke suicidal thoughts god right now in the name of jesus we come against it oh god right now we come against the snares of the enemy we come against the plans and the attacks of the enemy right now father we ask that the blood of jesus cover our hearts cover our emotions and, and cover our minds and father we declare and decree right now that no weapon formed against us, no weapon formed against our family, our friends, our, our loved ones, our marriages, our, our community, our country, our nation, no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And Father, because we believe and trust in you, God, we declare and decree we shall have good success. We're declaring we're blessed in the city, we're blessed in the field, we're blessed in our coming and our going. God, your favor is surrounding us as a shield god and we thank you for bonuses and surprises we thank you oh god for new opportunities god we thank you for it right now we believe it's done by faith and god we give you glory for it we give you honor and we give you praise in jesus name let all of god's children shout amen come on let's give god praise and glory on this morning let's believe it's all ready done won't you put that right in the comment area declare and decree it's already done it's a finished work it's a done 
deal, as you put your trust in God, your confidence in God, as you rely on God and depend on God, it's already done. Just believe it by faith. Go throughout the week saying it's already done. And I know some of you, you may not be able to get all the presents that you would like to get for, for loved ones and for, for family members and friends. You, you, you can't do it like you used to do it. Don't worry about the gifts. Don't worry about the presents. You know, this is what I, I often say. You know, everybody is getting presents on somebody else's birthday. How would you feel? Everybody is getting a present during Jesus Christ's birthday besides Jesus Christ. How would you feel if that was taking place on your birthday? Everybody getting presents besides you. No, that's not what Christmas is about. Christmas is about the birth of Jesus Christ, celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And I thank God for sending him into the world. And because of Jesus Christ, glory be to God, we can be reconciled to the Father. Because of Jesus Christ, if we accept him as Lord and Savior of our lives, we can spend eternity with the Father. And there's someone watching right now. You need to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You need to really throw your weight on him by giving him your life today. You can't fix circumstances and situations with your own strength and your own might. If you could have done that, it would have already happened by now. But you need to do like a lot of us have done. We've given Jesus Christ our life. We confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. And with the heart the man believeth, with the mouth confession is made known unto God. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. It's time for you to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Stop whatever you're doing and receive him today. Repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. Forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my life right now and save me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you've been raised from the dead just for me. Lord Jesus, I thank you right now for saving me. Now say this with boldness. Say, Satan, take your hands off my mind, my soul, and my spirit. I belong to God. I belong to God. I belong to God right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you repeated that prayer, welcome into the body of Christ. Come on, point of praise, uh, Family Life Center Church family. Let's celebrate God for those individuals that have come into the body of Christ. Come on, give them some thumbs up and some hearts and um, some welcome into the body of Christ in the, in the comment area. Let them know how much we love them and appreciate them. Listen, this is what I need you to do. Those individuals that just repeated that prayer after me. Uh, we want to stay in contact with you. We want to assist you with your Christian walk. So what I need you to do right now, I need you to text 845-203-209. I'm sorry, 1303. Again, 845-209-1303. Right in the message area, uh, put NEWB, N-E-W-B, one word, and text us, and we'll receive some information from you. And our aftercare team will be in contact with you within the next 24 to 48 hours. Again, text 845-209-1303. And right there 
um, in the message area, put the word newbie, N-E-W-B, and someone from our aftercare team uh, will get in touch with you within the next 24 to 48 hours. We want to come alongside you and assist you with your Christian walk. Now, there's those individuals right now that's been watching. You've been watching for the last couple of weeks, or this may be your first time, and you feel a connection to our ministry. Allow me to be your virtual pastor. I would love to pastor you. There's no distance in our relationship because of these virtual platforms. We believe that if you connect with the Point of Praise Family Life Center, God will uh, supernaturally transform your life. Yes, he will. He will change your life. Your finances will go to another level. Your marriage will go to another level. Your career will go to another level. As you partner with us and we partner with you, we believe that God will do some amazing things in your life. So again, allow me to be your virtual pastor. The way that you can join our ministry, just take time out right now and text 845-209-1303. Again, 845-209-1303. 1303 and right in the message area put the word joined and someone from our aftercare team will be contacting you also within the next 24 to 48 hours again text 845-209-1303 right in the message area put the word join and someone from my aftercare team will be contacting you within the next 24 to 48 hours well my time is up i pray that you and your family have a wonderful Christmas holiday. Enjoy one another. It's not about the presence. It's about the relationship, the time that you can spend with one another and recognizing that Jesus is the reason for the season. Make sure you call someone during the holiday season. You know, some individuals, they are experiencing uh, a depression. Some individuals are dealing with anxiety. Some individuals are having suicidal thoughts because they're feeling lonely and isolated take some time out during these holidays pick up the phone call them encourage them and pray for them god bless you we love you all so much we can't wait to see you again on next week until then let's stay in faith let's stay focused most of all let's stay connected because together we make a difference and we declare and decree that this week is blessed, prosperous, and successful, full of praise reports and testimonies of victory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Can't wait to see you on the next time. Bye now.